1: It's a common misconception that therapists have their shit together and all our relationships are perfect.
2: Which is total bullshit.
1: I'm Vanessa Bennett, licensed therapist. I'm
2: John Kim, licensed therapist.
1: And this is our story.
2: So I whispered in your ear, I'm going to go buy you ice cream and then make love to you. I think I used the words. Uh, I, I don't think I used the words make love. I think I. No, used you said words. get behind. And then you said, uh, if you buy me ice cream, you're not getting behind me.
1: Mm-hmm. Can,
2: can we talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I said, and then I said, okay, um, you need to go to romance school.
1: No, 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 that was not. The reaction was actually a pullback and disgust. And a very exaggerated, oh, I can't believe you would say that. What yes. a boner killer.
2: Yes, let's dissect this. Okay, so for me, for me, um, going to get ice cream is going to require about 30 minutes because we live up in the hill. So it's 15 minute drive to get ice cream, 15 minutes to, to come back up the hill also you mentioned you wanted dessert i knew that acts of service is your love language so i thought okay if i get you ice cream and then i whispered to be flirtatious um <laughs> uh, i'm gonna get i'm gonna we're gonna have sex right and then and then the way that you interpret it was um because you're 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 more left brain you said okay well ice cream is dairy dairy is gonna fuck up my stomach and you can't get behind me because I'm going to have diarrhea.
1: <laughs> that is not what I said. That's,
2: that's not what but you said, but that's what re- happened in your brain.
1: Remember the last time we got that specific ice cream, my stomach was messed up for like two days to the point where I thought I had food poisoning. And you knew this, you knew this. And so when you said, oh, I'm going to go get this specific ice cream, which you knew, it shouldn't have been surprising that I was like, uh, that's not going to lead to sexy time.
2: Yes, but here's... Here's what you could have said. You could have went with it. You could have said, um, well, not only are you going to get behind me, but you're going to do this. You're going to do that. We're going to do this. Right. And, you know, in the back of your head, it's probably not going to happen. But you just kind of say it. with are flirtatious. You go with me. And then when I get to the ice cream store, you text me and you say, hey, I can't have that ice cream because it's going to fuck up my stomach. Maybe you can buy me a cookie or you do whatever.
1: Wow. No, that's not the way my brain works.
2: And this is the whole point. So, um, and I'm not mad about it today, right? Obviously, we're we're talking about it, but this is the whole point. Meaning, um, the the disconnect, you know. And I think it's not just us. It's 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 a lot of people where um, you go in with expectation, you realize that we're different. We see things in different ways. Um, people people get disappointed or hurt. Uh, Then you have, you know, someone demanding you to go to romance school and, uh, you know, then it turns into a conflict.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I think, I mean, this example obviously is a funny example. And for me, sometimes flirting is actually more about being funny and humorous than the sex talk. But I, I do think that you and I have had conversations before where we do miss each other on the the romance, or whatever that means to you, or whatever that means to me, and and I know that other people in relationships, I'm sure, do the same thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and one of my uh, learnings, and, and and to be honest with you, and I think I've said this in in other episodes uh, with you, um, is that this relationship uh, is different in that way. Meaning, um, there is a lot of contrast. You know, uh, we have different tastes in. Um, uh, everything from music to humor to, you know, some style, I think clothing style. I mean, I think you have great taste, um, creative stuff, different taste, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so before, when I first met you, I thought, oh, wait, we're too different, right? And, and, and you were there, so you remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do remember. And- I mean, it was a struggle.
2: Yeah, and I, and I thought I'm not used to this. Um, we also speak very different love languages, right? Um, I'm, I'm uh, words of affirmation. Um, I need you to write me poems and flirt with me and tell me that, it, that if I'm going to buy you ice cream, you're going to do dirty things to me. Like That's how I um, you know, get excited. Hey, by the way, I was, I was thinking, um, your mom could be listening to this.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I tell my mom most everything.
2: Your sister could be listening to this.
1: Yeah, my sister knows
0: too.
2: Your brother could be listening to this.
1: He probably would turn this episode off.
2: <laughs> you know what's amazing about me and my family is my mom has not discovered the internet yet, so um I I could be more free when yeah, we do this.
1: anything you want. Yeah, really.
2: Yeah, you have you you have you have a family who uh, are all um participants of the internet. So, anyway. My, gran-
1: my grandfather's on Instagram.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so um different love languages and so one of the learnings for me uh with you and now we're going on close to three years
1: Mm -hmm.
2: which which went by pretty quick
1: well we packed a lot of shit in three years
2: yeah yeah and i gotta say um um, three years is a very important time. And, and this is a whole different conversation we'll get into uh, because I feel like three years is kind of that for most people, it's that, uh, that kind of make or break, you know, three years is kind of the the amount of time it takes to really get to know someone. And yeah, I mean, do all that.
1: we've talked about this about how there's a little bit of nerves on my end that you kind of have a track record of the three year mark being your decision where you, you kind of cut and run.
2: Oh, wow. You're just going straight wow. in. Go- <laughs> so this podcast, uh, may be only one episode because this <laughs> may be the last one. Okay, go ahead.
1: No, I mean, here we are. We're standing at the precipice of like, John Kim talks about swimming past the breakers. Is he going to do it?
2: You know, what turns me on? I love that. You just, um, to shade me. I think that's hot. I think that's hot because, you know, um, I was thinking for this podcast, you know, uh, you would want to be safe because you're you're generally more of a private person. I, I'm completely public, right? I've swam too far to turn back. And so for me, doing something like this is, is exciting for you. It may be scary because we're pulling the curtain back um, on our, you know, relationship, life, raising a child, everything. And for you to say, oh. Okay, let's talk about your uh, your uh, your three year uh, swim past the breakers. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean,
1: hey, if this helps somebody, I'm all for it.
2: Yes, uh, for me, it's less about helping other people. For me, it's about um, therapy. This is going to be my therapy.
1: not say it's about yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course, it's about myself and my my ego. But um,
0: <laughs> well, to so- be honest.
2: To be honest, real quick, uh, this this and, and I'm not joking around. If you're listening to this, uh, this may only be one episode, or this may be uh, 300 episodes. Vanessa and I uh, just had an idea while we we're grocery shopping, and I encouraged it because uh, because it kind of scared me, right? And anything that scares me and that is creative, I just have to do. It's like a little kid who, like you know, has to know he knows like ants are not meant to be eaten but he just has to can't help but putting it in his mouth just to taste it and that's how i am with this kind of stuff
1: did you eat ants when you were a kid
2: uh i ate ants i everything snails i i I did things that i knew were bad and wrong because i was so curious and so
1: so does not surprise me that makes so much sense in the context of how i know you i never ate any of that
2: so this idea happened in the grocery store and um now here we are eating eating the ants
1: I feel like you changed the subject or diverted pretty quickly around, away from this three-year conversation.
2: I'm coming back. I'm, okay, I, okay. I, 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 uh, I put bookmarks everywhere, and you also know I birdwalk. Uh, it's not me running; it's me pulling a uh, a Tarantino. You know, uh, my conversations don't have to be linear, and um, you should accept that about me.
1: So I'm here to pull you back. So All right, come back. Bring it. Come back. So I'm here. So how How are you feeling now that we're closing in on three years?
2: Um, you know, what's, you know, what's because I'm kind of uh, now I'm having anxiety and and a a little bit of panic, because we've never had this conversation. And the first time we're having this conversation, we're doing it um, on the internet.
1: And in different rooms.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, By the way, guys, when she's not in front of me, she's in a different room, which I think is helpful, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah. you, You know what, it's not cheating, because if you're in front of me, and I'm like, you know, opening with um ice cream and getting behind you you could use your eye contact to say let's not go there or you could you know use your body language and we could uh um it's it's like we could we could pass secret notes to each other and by you being in a different room we can't do that
1: no and i you can't see that i'm eating a Reese's peanut butter cup because i'm hungry i told you to hurry up with this podcast
2: exactly that's another thing uh, that makes us different is uh Vanessa's love language is food yeah.
1: I don't, I don't work well when I'm hungry or function Great. in society. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about the three-year deal. Um, and, and guys, guys, by the way, like anything I do, um, it's going to be lots of uh, lots of arms, lots of uh, uh, you know, um, all over the place. Uh, I also hear uh, chickens in the background. It's very raw. It's very, it's not definitely not going to be polished.
1: Stop avoiding the question.
2: No, because I hear I hear things in the background. <laughs> do, do you do you hear um, do you hear all these noises in the background?
1: I do, I do, but I I, I want you to I want you to stay on track for a minute here, okay. and I want you to tell I want you to tell us, going back, what about or do you think? I mean, because it, it feels like it uh, means something that for you, three years is the mark. I don't actually think three years is the mark for a lot of people. I think two years is the mark for a lot of people that I know. Um, I know quite a lot of people who are, um, serial monogamous and two years is kind of their, their cap. Um, I know a couple that are five-year people. Yeah. So wh- what do you think it is? What do you think there, it is about there's that whole, you? you know,
2: there's that whole seven-year itch. I think that doesn't apply anymore. So I think in the fifties, cause there, there is that saying the seven-year itch, right. Uh, yeah. for, pe- for people, for people, I don't, I think it's outdated. I think it's a lot less now, especially with how fast time's going, swipe culture, um, Um, you know, everything I think. And also just the rise of divorce. Um,
1: Well, we live in a culture where there's always something better around the corner and mm -hmm, we know it. mm -hmm. Right. So So I think that seven
2: year itch has now become a three year itch.
1: Okay. So get into that. So why do you think it is for you that three years was the, the make or break?
2: Uh, I don't know. I think. um, And, and so if I look at my relationships uh, I mean, you're right. I think so. Two of my relationships Um, I left both around three years Mm -hmm. and um, I've only been in, okay. So there's one, I mean, I've only been in, you know, say four relationships, four or five, and they've they've all been three years plus or around three years. And so that kind of spans all the way into my Um, twenties. I've only been, there was a long stretch that I was single. That was for about five years. And, um, I know, I know I, I, I championed this whole thing single on purpose, but, uh, just no one liked me. I couldn't, I didn't have a choice, but to be single during that time, but it was, uh, when I was going through my rebirth. Um, but yeah, three years was, is generally the, uh, I, I think a lot of stuff happens subconsciously. I think, um, I don't think it's one thing. I think there's a lot of things, you know, I think at three years, you, uh, here, okay, let me break it down. The first six, the first six months is is just uh, dopamine exploration, you know discovering bodies and um, it's kind of fiery. It's, it's, it's exciting. you're getting to know someone you know uh, the, And the year goes by quick. So after a year, um, it should still be good. No one's, you know, throwing chairs yet. It's it's not the the Telemundo episode yet. And then I think um, when you move in, like that's the the next act break. You know, when you move in with someone, um, now you see the dirty socks on the floor, right? Now you see now Vanessa sees how I put the dishes away. So mm-hmm. like putting in four dishes and starting the dishwasher, right? Um, I see how um, what makes her uh, anxious. And I see, you know, she's super organized and and then, you know, and so um, there's also a lot of, lot of uh weight, you know, uh, maybe compromising because um, living together is a constant thing. And, you know, even something like snoring or something like, you know, the way that someone folds on, like things can start bothering you. Right. And so if you're not someone who uh, tends to look inward, there could be a lot of reactions. Right. So that could start to create drift, right? Mm. And then on top of that, if um, you're starting to hold anger and resentment, that's going to cause drift. If you're starting to um, not be happy with whether it is you know flirting or sex or whatever, but you're not expressing it, um, these are crowbars that are going to slowly push people away. And then I think, the, so that's year two. And then year three, and this is why year three is so important, I think year three is when you get to a point where you're like, okay, I now know a 360 of this person and I'm, I'm willing to invest in this or year three, you're like, okay, I now know 360 of this person. And I, I don't think I want to invest in this, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, there's two things that come up when you're talking about this, I think first is coming back to the original kind of half joking conversation about the ice cream comment. Um, And you and I having different ideas of like what romance might look like or Mm -hmm. or feel like. Mm -hmm. And we've had this conversation where I think for you, it has to do with um, it's Cinderella at the ball, right? And for me, it's what happens after the marriage. So it's like, I look at romance as safety, comfort, uh, closeness, um, being able to be together without even talking like that kind of comfort and closeness where you can just sit next to each other, but you don't have to be eye to eye is something very intimate to me. And for you, it tends to be much more, um, getting skin, naked skin bodies on bodies, uh, sure. fi- fireiness,
2: fireness, um, yeah. the, the, the notebook, um, um, you know, coming home and kicking the door open and, and, uh, ravishing each other. All that so fantasy I, stuff. So
1: I wonder if for you is part of this three-year itch, the natural progression, the natural ebb and flow of relationships is that it goes, to, it those- goes
2: toward you. It goes, it, right. so, so uh, yeah, you're right. Um and, and now we're getting deeper because, um, if you're listening to this, Vanessa is a therapist and so am I. So, um, we, we're, we're going to hopefully try to get deeper or else we're just going to be talking about, you know, ice cream and, um sex. <laughs> and
1: how, how you load the dishwasher.
2: And how I load the dishwasher, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So the, the deeper thing we're talking about now is, um, as the time goes by, my definition of love starts to fade because it's front loaded naturally. And then um, the Cinderella story fades, and then your definition of love kicks in. Mm-hmm. Hey, so does it's that... So does that mean that by year three, you, you're more into me than I am into you by that definition? <laughs> I'm not saying that's no. true. I'm not saying that's I true. To,
1: I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think that for me, I've had the hot sex. I've had the, with who? Uh, we won't name names. Um,
2: oh geez. you know
1: I was single in New York in my 20s like I've had the hot sex I've had the one night stands I've gone out I've sowed my wild oats um, the people that I've been in intimate relationships with that I've chosen right uh, have been people that ready to pop the question that I can do those things with that I just listed before. So um, to me, going into something, while I still enjoy the hot sex, obviously, and every once in a while, you know, it pops up and that's wonderful. That to me is fleeting and I know that. And so, but look, this actually goes into how you and I uh, enjoy sweets.
2: Wait, wait, by the way, we also define hot sex differently. No?
1: Right. Well. Right. no. I don't know, maybe. Um, But this is how we even live our lives, right? Like how you look at sweets and how I look at sweets. Like I can take a bite of something and then put it to the side and come back later and eat one piece of pie over the course of like a week. And for you, it's very much like the pie is in front of me; I have to devour it right now. Yes,
2: yeah, so I'm the kid. I'm the kid that will not only eat my marshmallow, but uh, eat the other kids' marshmallows.
1: Right. And I would right. wait patiently for the adult to come back in, and then I'd get right. a whole bag of marshmallows. Right. <laughs>
2: um, hey, can I insert? Uh, speaking of sex, can I insert real quick? Uh, and this will give you a visual uh, representation. When Vanessa and I were first dating, I—I uh, I mean, I—I'm not—I'm not like really into kink and stuff, but I—I I, kind of sway that way. And I—I um, I was like, "Hey, you know, can I can I slap you a little bit?" And and she said, "If, if <laughs> she said if you slap me, I'm going to slap you back." And which 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 kind of is exactly the same pattern and tone of the ice cream. I mean, it's a, it's the same. It's different, but it's the same. And so I was like, "Oh, okay, that's not going to happen." But I might, I might have, <laughs> I might have, I might have <laughs> patted you in the face a little bit, but it's not the same.
1: You could have chosen to go down there. You just had to be prepared for the consequences.
2: I I know, but then that doesn't. If 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 someone slaps me back, it, it doesn't turn me on. Like then it's a fight.
1: Well, maybe that's your version of cake, then maybe we, my version of kink is different.
2: Well, you, here's the other thing, guys, we are also both we both have horns. So so that's also a, a, a probably why, because um, I'm an Aries, right? That's a horn sign. And you are a
1: Taurus,
2: which is a horn sign. So it's like, we're both, we can both be alphas.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, which is, I mean, can be good. I mean, I, I think when you and I are creating it, it works wonderfully.
1: Yeah, I think we're both passionate about things, which is great, yeah. we, you know, um, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting to circle back to, you know, the original point about the three year itch and just kind of the difference in romance. And I don't know, can you be aware, right? Like if I'm putting this out there, if I was taking what you and I are talking about right now and saying to somebody else, like, how could you learn from or, or look at what we're doing and, and apply it to yourself? Can you look at this person that you're with or persons, whatever you choose to be in relationship with, um, and appreciate the differences, dissect the differences in a way that doesn't feel judgy. That feels more like, uh, this is exciting that there's differences. Cause I, I feel like for you in yes. the beginning, it was very judgy. Right. Um, Cause I will say you said the first six months was fiery. I actually found the first six months of our relationship, the most challenging out of all.
2: Yeah, because 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 your definition of of um of of, of love and romance is uh, security and safety, and right. and and I, and I didn't provide a space that felt safe for you because for what you got from me was ambivalence,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? Um, yeah, and so this is one of the, my greatest uh, love lessons in the time that I've been with you, and I've even posted about this: is that the contrast doesn't have to be bad. Like there's beauty in the contrast, you know, um, over the three years, uh, because, because in the beginning I thought, because we have different senses of humor. Um, I mean, I mean, sometimes we laugh at the same things, but generally speaking, like Vanessa will show me something and she'll get nothing from me or I'll show her something and she may roll her eyes. So we're on a different, on a different page with humor. And I used to think in the beginning, like, oh, well, that's like one leg of a table gone. You know, that's one piston out of the engine. That's not working. Um, But what happens is, as you start to appreciate other things about the person, and you put, you know, different weight on other things, uh, like, like, you know, Vanessa has a lot of capacity, which is important to me, and she is, you know, emotionally intelligent, all of that, then you actually start to see. um, Now, when you think something is funny, even if I don't, I still think it's like adorable, like, it doesn't bother me that I don't think it's funny, you know, I accept it.
1: You accept my love for puns.
2: Yeah, I'm not a big word play on words. Um, I think I, I did say something with words that really made you laugh, I think one time and I thought it was really dumb.
1: Yeah, I love dumb. Word, yeah, like wordplay pun yeah. humor. Can I,
2: I, say. I love humor where it's situational and unexpected. Right, I don't like jokes. Like if someone says, "John, I have a joke for you," a hundred percent, I'm not gonna laugh. But it, <laughs> but but if someone does something where they're if trying, if somebody
1: falls and hurts themselves, are you gonna laugh at that?
2: Yes, uh, yeah. especially if they do it in a way where it's unexpected, and then I would probably laugh at it, at an, at a, at the time where it's least. Like like when someone runs into a, um, uh, if they're trying to go out into the patio, but they have a glass door, but it's yeah. they th- they think it's open, but it's not. To me, that's funny.
1: I've done that,
2: right? right. Um, so, anyway, uh, the the three year itch. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's something for me to look at. You know, um, it's something for me to discover. You know, uh, it's something for me to uh, kind of examine and sit with. And and I know, you know, there's always something deeper happening, right? It's it's not just about um, the surface stuff. It's about uh uh what's happening on a deeper level that is uh kind of that lives in the subconscious that is making me um either pull away or question or react or you know all of that stuff
1: yeah i mean you've made comments before about how maybe you left the other relationships too early like you don't know but you've thought about maybe maybe i didn't you know i don't know if it's try hard enough or whatever but yeah. It'll be interesting to see, you know, mean, our, our situation's different. We have a house and we have a kid. Right. But for, for, I, will, I will be curious to see as we transition into this next year, what comes up for you. And, and I hope that you share it with me.
2: Well, I hope that as you are um, in this, you're not waiting from the uh, bleachers watching me, but you are engaged and in it. Because there's also a, a part of you that may be like, oh, it's three years it, you know, he's going to turn into a pumpkin. And uh, I should now pull away or step back. Mm. Right? I mean, that's, that's fair. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair to it well, it's fair to Yeah, it's fair to look at. Um, but this, this, of course, is it's different for so many reasons. Like you said, I mean, having a child, um, building a house, you know, having a house, well, we didn't build a house, but having a house, um, building a, a, a life that I'm assuming for you does feel safe because we keep investing in
1: safer yes
2: safer um and yes there there was uh i wouldn't say everyone but the but one three-year relationship the most recent um 100 i could have done more meaning i i bounced i also feel like um i left and because she didn't stop me And I I thought that was looking back. That's an excuse. I I made that the reason, right? Because she didn't say don't go or she didn't hold on to my leg. Um, I thought, uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's mutual. It's over. Mm -hmm. And then she also thought that I was going and I'm going to come back. So there was a lot of miscommunication. Um, And then I could have done more. I you know, we, we, we didn't do couples therapy. They're all things that I tell my clients that they should do before leaving a relationship, uh, relationship that I did not, hmm. you know, so that was, that was learning and it's um something that uh, is, is now information and, and uh, you learn from it and move on.
1: Well, maybe this is interesting timing to start recording this stuff as we go into that third year.
2: Um, it is one of the thing, and let's end with this. Um, what scares you about this? If we continue, because I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I may only do one episode and be like, I don't know if it's good for us
0: hmm.
2: or I may be like, yeah, let's do 2000. What's uh, sca- what scares What scares you about scares this? Me. Yeah.
1: What scares me? Uh, what scares me? I don't know. I don't know if anything scares me right now. I think that I am somebody who goes one step at a time and takes it, you know, one foot in front of the other. I don't, I don't, I don't look down the, the field like you do. So
2: I, well, I think- You're also, but you're more private than I am. Does it scare you that we're talking about our uh, relationship on the internet?
1: No, I don't think so. I think for me, it, I'm very good at, I will keep private what I want to keep private. Um,
2: I'm I will, very good at that.
1: I will give the information that I know I can comfortably give. And I will not give the information that I don't want to give. Um, I'm very, whether it's considered good and boundaryed in that way or um, closed off, I don't know, but I'm, I'm pretty good at keeping that boundary. So I'm, I don't worry about that.
2: Yeah. It's interesting. So for me, um, you know, I've been blogging for over a decade and I've been, I've been an open book. I've been uh, talking about my feelings and all of that. I think what scares me about this is uh, I, For some reason, this makes me very vulnerable. This scares Mm. me. And I'm trying to figure out why. Um, It's not because I'm being open, because I've I've been open for so long, or or, or public, as you would say. Um, Maybe because I'm doing it with you, and we're talking about, like, maybe I can't hide behind my words here.
1: Mm, I have a theory. I know that you are very much the kind of person where once it's out there, there's accountability behind it.
2: Well, maybe because maybe because I'm a therapist. Yeah. I mean, maybe I have a fear of being a hypocrite. Maybe people perceive me a certain way, as far as the way that I write and talk about love. And then we pull the curtain back here and they realize, oh, my God, he's a fraud.
1: Well, maybe I put something out there. And sure, we could push stop and not actually release the episode. But that's not how you function. If it's out there, you're going to put it out there and you're going to hold yourself accountable. So maybe I bring something up. In one of these conversations, that puts you on the spot, and you you can't you can't get away from it. You have to face it.
2: Yeah, it's like once the cat's out of the bag, you know.
1: Oh, now I'm now my my brain is turning. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And what a great place to end. What a uh, uh, cause then, cause they could, it could, it's naturally become a, a cliffhanger for, yeah, um, for, to be for, continued. Yeah. For all three people who are listening. Um, so guys, this is our new podcast. And, um, I, I gotta say though, you know, what I do enjoy, um, about this is, um, I don't know about you guys and, and your partnerships. I love creating with whoever I, 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 I choose, I'm loving. So with Vanessa, um, not only, you know, uh, remodeling a house, uh, raising a baby, but um, creating something with her um, in the creative space, right? So uh, Vanessa and I, although we, we talk about things, we don't really have that. And so um, one of the gifts here for me is that this could be something that, that she and I do uh, uh that's creative and so that makes me closer to you
1: i agree i agree yeah. i think right now we have a lot of things where like you're working on a project that's mine and i'm working on a project that's yours but we don't actually other than the house and the baby which i think are big things we don't actually have something that is ours
2: yeah and so um this is another layer this is another part of a relationship and so um this is a uh, this is this is why this is important to me um un, unless it gets to a point where it's damaging and then um then we'll stop and everyone else will call us um cowards but mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll have to deal with that I'm okay with that all right guys thanks for listening we are uh, two therapists who have a baby uh just moved into a house in the hills and um creating a dialogue about all our Um, trials and and tribulations would you say yeah yeah Yeah. our growth our growth and uh hopefully you can relate uh and 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 also um kind of shattering the veneer uh that um therapists are or have have perfect relationships
1: yeah that we somehow know it all
2: yeah we don't yeah because Vanessa doesn't Mm -hmm. all right guys be well
1: So John had this idea of recording a revelations piece at the end of each of these episodes um, after kind of listening back and hearing what was talked about. You know, we're not together. So it feels a little bit like, I don't know, more raw or real or something uh, because the idea would be we wouldn't actually listen to each other's revelations until uh, the episode was released. Um, I'll tell you, my revelation was that I had a lot of anxiety when I was listening back to the episode. Um, Most of my anxiety came around uh, John's avoidance of the question uh, in combination with, I don't think it was fake, I think I was laughing a lot, maybe laughing it off in the moment because we were recording this first episode and maybe I was trying to keep it light or maybe I was actually taking it as light, I don't know. But when I hear it back now, um, my kind of laughing feels, um, it feels almost like I'm avoiding it too. Like I was avoiding getting him to answer the question, which I I know I tried a few times. Um, We did go into it a little bit about what he thought his theory was around his three-year stuff. Um, But yeah. My revelation is anxiety. My revelation is his answer did not make me feel secure or safe in the relationship and that I need to bring that up to him. So that will be a conversation that we will be having, whether recorded or not.
2: I don't know what. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. I did not just see a ghost. Um, I choke on myself often. Okay. I don't know what Vanessa does in her practice, but uh I always encourage my clients to share their revelations. That's how you learn and grow and evolve. So, here are mine. The three-year itch. Um yeah, I think I think that, you know, and it's something that I have not uh, talked talked about. I I don't even think I I've never talked to a therapist about it e- either. Um so, yes, there was a lot of avoiding. And I think, really, if I have to be honest with myself, um, I think I have issues with the grass is greener. You know, I think I also have uh, um, insecurities where I uh, define myself um, with women, and uh, maybe even deeper than that, I I, I think I have uh, some like I have some kind of commitment issue. I'm not sure, but then again, three years is, is a commitment, right? It's not something that um, I am sure of. Um, but that would make sense to me. Well, most people with commitment issues, it doesn't it doesn't go three years. But here's the thing: if there's a pattern, you know, you can't deny that. And so, generally speaking, I would say um, three years has been my pattern, uh, although. Uh, I was married at one time and that lasted for five and, I, and that wasn't um, that wasn't me that wanted out but I was also young and that was very sticky so I don't know if that was a, a good example of, of my pattern uh, or here's the other thing maybe um, because of the 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 marriage and the imprint and the impact because uh, that was definitely my um, that would be, that was my biggest fall I guess you would say um, Maybe there's something happening inside me where um, I'm afraid to get hurt again, you know? Anyway, thank you for listening.
0: Hold up.